Captain's Log, Stardate, Who Dot Cares. I'm Comrade Britain. And I'm Emeresk Appreciator Pat. These are the voyages of the starship USS Bud Light, our ongoing mission. To explore new Trek episodes, to seek out old Trek, both cringe and based, and to boldly go down, down the White Rabbit's Hole. Soy Trek the Podcast is here. Soy Trek! One half vegan, one half queer. 100% Communist, unless we have a less leftist guest. Patrick and Britain, talking, joking, farting, and shitting all about Star Trek. Like our buttholes, the show is wrecked. Soy Trek, the podcast is here. So listen to Soy Trek. Right in your ears. Oh boy, welcome to the bridge, everybody. I'm Comrade Britain. I'm Pat. The podcast is Soy Trek, the Star Trek podcast where two Trekkies ask themselves Does one pill make you bigger? Mm. Does one pill make you smaller? I know I have a, a pill that makes me bigger. It's called Blue Chew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Due to requests on the internet, we are now beefing with the Greatest Generation podcast. We don't know what a podcast beef looks like, and we don't actually listen to the show, so we're mm-hmm. going to try to beef with them using as little information as possible at the beginning of each episode. So, I hear they sell merch on a place called podshop.biz or something. Mm. We're like, soytrek.com, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Suck my fucking dick. Also, do, you know, do we know what coast they're based off of? I don't care. We have ads now, as you may have noticed. Don't want ads? Well, Soyagers, for as little as $2 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs and not only get ad-free episodes, but you get them in high-quality stereo and you get them the moment I'm done making them. You also get access to uh, private patrons' Discord channel. That's super fun. Also, if you're super cool and pay us 5 $5 a month or more. We mention your name and say thank you to people just like Dan Morrison, Dylan Lancey, and Killia, Jonah Hearn, Jordan Hill, Shane Sawyer, Nick Savard, David Craning Sites, Adam Zendel, Cappies, Emma Glavish, and Ed Electric Baphomet, all of whom are cool as hell and deserve a pair of flip flop sandals. Hmm. Summer's coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Give I'm, getting, I'm getting Birkenstocks in the mail tomorrow. Birkenstocks are great. Flip flops yeah. actually suck. I hate flip flops. Oh, yeah. Birkenstocks are nice, though. I'm a big Crocs guy. Croc, Crocs are good. Crocs yeah. are good. Although, I got a huge blister on my toe this week. Mm. And I'll tell you, I've been walking a ton. I walked uh, 18 miles the other day. Jesus. And I got a fucking enormous blister on my toe doing it. Mm. And yeah, uh, it'll do that. Walking in Crocs with a big blister on your toe fucking hurts, man. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. They're like too spongy and like mm. it makes the blister like a boing, 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 and a fucking ouch, ouch, ouch. <laughs> so, um, yeah, give them um, whatever. Uh, also, if you give $10 or a month, more a month, you get full access to my Plex server, the Media Dungeon, which is like a Netflix set up by me. Has over 15,000 films, incredibly rare films, and over 500 shows, over 600 shows, almost 700 shows updated daily with new stuff, just like the entire Redwall cartoon. Did you even know they had a cartoon? No, I want to Three see seasons that. of it. It's pretty dope. I love Redwall. Yeah, Redwall's great. It's just a mouse eating a bunch of f- food and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, swords. Yeah, there's a bump in the night. Uh, you remember that one? Oh, it's I like, remember bump yeah, in the yeah, night. Yeah, claymation. It's yeah. hard to find. Found it though. Hmm. Uh, and also, all of Lost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> first couple seasons are pretty good. Yeah, I never watched Lost. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, first I, couple seasons are great, and then I didn't it just have falls a TV apart. When it was on, like oh, when, oh. The, during, when during its initial run, like, mm-hmm. well, I had a TV, but it only got like um, the the the. Uh, the channel that Grey's Anatomy was on, and I know that because it seemed like that's all ABC. They, all they ever played was Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Like I was every time I turned the TV on, it was another uh, like marathon of Grey's Anatomy. Sounds pretty cool. <laughs> so I watched a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, uh, once again, uh, if you want all that or whatever, go to patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. That's dumbidiotbs, which stands for bullshit, but also stands for burger semen. Mm. It's not a coincidence. We'll see you there. Hey, Mr. Pat, what did we get into this week? Uh, Tayus, season one. Tayus? Tayus? Yeah, the animated series. And I don't remember the name of the episode. It's called Once Upon a Planet. Let's jump right in. Tell me 
Why you gotta go and make Trek so animated? Seems this way you're drawn out TOS Makes me frustrated Well at least they got Kirk and got Spock and got Bones And the rest of the cast so at least there is that Honestly promise me Jim won't fuck the cation She's a cat God damn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, once again, we're here. Yeah. Reviewing some Star Trek, the animated series. Mm-hmm. Season one, episode nine, uh, called Once Upon a Planet, which aired on November 3rd, 1973. Hmm. 50 years ago. Damn. Think about that. It is wild. weird to think about, huh? Ugh. So this is the uh, 16th of 22 episodes produced in the animated series. So one of the final episodes, I think the final episode produced in this season, but it's the ninth to be released. Mm. Interesting. It's a, it, and this, se- this episode does have like a feeling of being rushed because there's a lot of bad editing. Yes, terrible. And a, lot of, a lot of like, just like very, like mistakes you could easily like fix, like, like Sulu being in two places at once. No, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, 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 that was Tulu. That was his twin. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I'm also on the ship and also on the planet. Yeah. So, uh, this, uh, was written by Chuck Menville and Len Jansen. Uh, who better are, if it was written by Chuck Berry. Oh, or Chuck Barris. <laughs> oh. Got him. What? Uh, who, um, <laughs> who uh, were two, like, uh, writing a writer and a director. Actually, both of them were writers, and one of them was an animator. Chuck Menville was the animator, and Les Jansen was an animation director. But they worked together pretty much all their lives and were legendary, like a legendary animating team who uh, worked on such such shows as Fat Albert, Mm. Speed Buggy, Hong Kong Fooey, Batman the Animated Series. Oh, what? And they were head writers for most of the real Ghostbusters. Batman the Animated Series fucks. It's, so, it's so fucking good, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Anyway, you ready to get into it? Yeah. Get on into it. We open on the Enterprise traveling through space. And we get a captain's log, baby. Captain's log, stardate 5591.2. The crew of the Enterprise is ready for some well-deserved rest and recreation. Therefore, we have set course for the so-called Shore Leave Planet, located in the Omicron Delta region. The uninhabited planet was constructed long ago by a highly advanced alien race. Its sole purpose is to provide fun and amusement for space traveling passersby. And so this is the planet uh, we were made aware of on, um, I want to say, TOS... uh, Season one, episode 15 or 16, mm. a shore leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're literally calling it the shore leave planet, which is funny. Yeah. Um, just so <laughs> you remember. Um, which is, it's later replaced by Ryza because they're just like, yeah. they're just like, okay, people don't want to see the, uh, the white rabbit. Mm-hmm. They want to fuck the white rabbit. Right. And actually, so they mention another pleasure planet on another one of the first episodes, the one where they find Bones X and it's a salt monster. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the fucking the, the salt vampire. Yeah. And, and Ensign mentions like a Rosalia pleasure planet or something. Mm-hmm. So there's there's other you know vacation plans yeah this is this yeah this is the one you take this is the family friendly one right supposedly right. family friendly one not mm-hmm. like uh not rise where you're going to get your, you get the dick get the skin sucked off your dick hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah we'll make you turn your dick into a new dick you know what i'm saying <laughs> rearrange it with my mouth um take, tear the skin off and then replace it with a callus <laughs> what <laughs> uh so um the uh, we go down to the planet, which appears to be some sort of uh, deciduous forest, and Ahura, Bones, and Sulu beam down. And Bones says it's just as beautiful as he remembers it. Sulu says it looks exactly like the place they beamed down on their first visit, uh, asking the doctor if he remembers when they saw the white rabbit. And uh, the doctor's like, "Yeah, and it's just because I said this place reminded me of uh, Alice through the Looking Glass." And suddenly, the white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland starts hopping along behind them, saying, "I'm late! I'm late! I'm late!" And it's played by James Doohan. We love James Doohan yeah. playing everyone, don't we, folks? Yeah, he, he plays everyone in this episode. <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, like half of the cast is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I didn't know he had such range, uh, vocal range. 
He does and he doesn't. He doesn't yeah. like do any of the guys with low voices. No. But he does a lot of guys who talk like this. Yeah. Or I, like this. Oh, it's I'm, Alex. I'm a nerd. I'm played by James Doohan. <laughs> no, I'm played by James Doohan. Like, yeah, he's he's he doesn't have range, dude. He's he's got he, three he's voices. Able to make himself not sound Scottish. Does he does which is which is a miracle in itself. It is, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure they make him sober up to do those guest roles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you've been drinking it. Now you're starting to sound Scottish. Now you've had too many drinks. You sound Scottish. You can't do it. <laughs> Come back tomorrow, James. Uh, so um, suddenly a white rabbit uh, says he's late, walk, walks around. And then Alice from Alice in Wonderland comes out and asks if anybody saw a white rabbit. And this one's played by um, uh, Nichelle Nichols. Mm-hmm. Uh, her points her in the direction of him because she's a cop in a tattletale. Yes. So Alice takes off and her notes that it's weird to think they're not actually real and they're just robots. Uh, Bone says they're just highly sophisticated robots created by the planet's computer to make your dreams come true. So this is like (laughs) a Disney World planet, I guess, which is like adults don't want that. (laughs) Like Bones Bones starts looking and then suddenly like... um uh, himself appears with a gun and just starts executing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, my very deepest dreams coming true. Thanks, Mother Bones. You're a good man. Mm-hmm. He just like, starts executing like all the... Um all the uh, a bunch of Vulcans and just like. and then there's like a robot who comes up to him and she's like, "I heard you have unvaccinated semen. You're damn right, I do. Toots, you want some of it? Mm-hmm. I'll pay top dollar." <laughs> Damn right. You got that getter app, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. You want to buy all this sperm. <laughs> so Alice takes off and her notes. It's weird to think that they're not actually real. Uh, yeah, the bones already said that. So um, Ahura says they'd better think only happy thoughts. And Bone says that was his prescription exactly. Because if they think bad thoughts, I guess they think of evil robots, which is like... Or they this think. sounds like this. This is basically like uh, a planet that is the end of Ghostbusters. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> just think of something nice. Don't think of anything bad. I tried to think of the nicest thing I could the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. <laughs> yeah. So, Except the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man is made entirely of unvaccinated cum. (laughs) I call him the Stay Stuffed Marshmallow Man. And he has a giant gun and he's just shooting Vulcans. (laughs) (laughs) You're the god I pray to, old man. Um, So, Uhura says the... Oh, uh... Bone says that's his prescription exactly. Well, that and uh, 40 milligrams of Tadalafil, 120 milligrams of Molly, and three bottles of wine. Later, <laughs> later, her is sitting by a lake and singing a song, but doesn't have any words. She's just humming at a lake, and it's yeah. really weird. Yeah, I was like, I was like, it's wait, bad humming. Yeah, I, I, I like she was singing. She was like, oh, ooh, and I was like, but her mouth isn't moving, so I go, no. she's humming that, but it sounds. It yeah, sounds, she, it she sounds like louder humming. than humming. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's weird, and it's not even like a song. Yeah. So then they're like, and also I love like that she like her big thing to go to the planet where anything is possible. She wants to sit at a lake and hum. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what are you doing, you goofy lady? Yeah. What do you what? Like, think bigger. Like. Do anything. Make make it make a robot of any of your deepest, darkest, get most fucked. Wrong. Get fucked. Get fucked. <laughs> get that pussy hurt. Get that pussy hurt. Um. Yeah, it's weird. Uh. So I mean, maybe like there's no structures there, so they have to stay in like full view of everybody. <laughs> so they have to do like public pleasure things. Also, I love that fucking bones imagines a plantation. <laughs> so, so I was, I, yeah, I didn't put plantation, but he's like, he's, he, he's just looking at a big house. And he, at, 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 you're right, you're right though. It is definitely a plantation. So he sees a plantation and he sighs and says, "Oh, lovely. They don't make them like that anymore." Which, yeah, they don't make plantations anymore for a reason. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a reason why there's no plantations. <laughs> Suddenly, like, an her robot comes out into the field. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes, that's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> She's a little light for that. Doesn't she belong in the house? <laughs> 
Yikes, Bones. Uh, Bones, you canceled. Yep. Um, Suddenly, somebody says, off with his head. And Bones turns around to see the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland, flanked by two guards pointing at him. She's like, look at this racist motherfucker. He manifested a plantation. Kill him. (laughs) I'm a heart, but he called me a spade. (laughs) No Um, racists allowed on the pleasure planet. So, uh. Bones asks what's going on, and they throw an axe at him, so he runs away. Mm. Like, uh, that's what those axe-throwing bars are for, is (laughs) to uh, practice killing Bones McCoy. (laughs) So suddenly up on the Enterprise, Scotty gets a call from Bones requesting an immediate beam-up, citing an emergency. Her hears this and stops her singing and picks up her comms and asks what the emergency is. But suddenly, a robotic arm snatches the communicator from her hand. And that arm, it's attached to a floating drone. Mm -hmm. Up on the Enterprise, Kirk asks Bones what happened, and he says they came out of nowhere. And so he came out of nowhere. (laughs) Wink. Uh, Everything was... I had to stand my ground, Jim. You have to understand. Uh, They got laws here. They're called uh, Castle Doctrine. You heard of it, right? Yeah, I was... There I was, just in my plantation, and uh, I started getting damn... I started getting damn... Just thrown at me. I had to stand my ground. Castle Doctrine. <laughs> there was a robotic John Brown. All right. <laughs> You're in for a world of hurt, buddy. <laughs> so um, <laughs> there's a robotic Tavon Martin there. <laughs> can't have none of that. I swear to God, I thought it was a gun, Jim. You have to believe me. You can't put me away. <laughs> Come on, work with me. It was a gun I saw, right? Let, it was a gun. <laughs> Let me out of the fucking brig. I'm white. <laughs> um... So up on the Enterprise, Kirk asks Bones what happened. He says they came out of nowhere. Everything was just like it was before, but suddenly there was a whole army of playing cards, and they weren't playing, which was a cool line I Mm -hmm. actually liked. Uh, He says he was lucky to escape with his life. Spock, over at the science station, is looking at slides full of sperm. The end. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So over the science station, he notes that the Queen of Hearts is a character in Alice Through the Looking Glass. And Kirk says he's aware, having read the book when he was a child. He asks, uh, he says he didn't know Spock enjoyed fantasy. And Spock says, just slash fanfic, bro. (laughs) Especially Spurk fanfic. Wink. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Like, this place is a lot like Westworld. Yes, it very much is exactly like like Westworld. (laughs) Is this made after the Westworld movie? What year was that? Uh, they also had Future World. And shit yeah. Too. I'm pretty sure this was made, like, I think, let's see. I think this might have been made before Westworld. I'm not sure. Yeah. So that was 70-something, right? Actually, same year. Same year. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Wait, what, when, when did it come out? Exactly. Because this one came out in November. 73. Uh, November 21st. Holy shit. Wow, so this actually, so... This predates it slightly. Yeah, but they're both probably, but Westworld had to be in production. Oh, yeah, way before this. That's wild, though. Um, Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, so this, yeah, but they don't... But, I mean, the original episode was made way before Westworld, so there's that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure, Leaf. It was made in uh, 1979, or 69, so, or 60... 67? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, um, Spock says a little light reading is relaxing, and his mother was a particular fan of Lewis Carroll's work, which is actually referenced again in Discovery, which is kind of mm-hmm. interesting. And I'll give him that. Yeah. Someone in Discovery might have watched this, which is weird. <laughs> so, uh, Kirk asks if Bones was thinking about that book, but he says he was just thinking about how peaceful and nice everything was. Back in the <laughs> back in the early nineteenth century, friend. Um, if you catch my drift, Jim. You like states' rights, Jim? Jim, you know I I got a special flag in my in my quarters. You ever heard of the Gadsden flag, Jim? <laughs> this one's got stars and stripes too. But you ever heard of a thin blue line, Jim? It's got nothing to do with science and medical. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's the blue lives that matter. Actually, oh, yeah. let's make a thin blue line or thin turquoise line for the DS9 <laughs> medical. Yeah, 
Yeah, for all uh, Bashir yeah. lives matter. <laughs> Bashir lives matter. Or blue blue spoon lives matter. I'll make it for Cardassians. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um <clears throat> so uh Kirk asks if Bones was thinking about the book, and he says he was thinking about peaceful, how peaceful and nice everything was. When suddenly some, he says, when suddenly some female started yelling off with his head, my head! <laughs> like He actually says female, which is really funny. Mm. Um, so what do you think Bones was actually thinking about? I mean, he was looking at the plantation. Yeah, but all, he was probably thinking about, like, Spock's rock hard erection. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. like, enslaving Spock and, like, whipping him. <laughs> Yeah. Played strip poker with him. That's why the queen appeared. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Or maybe he was thinking of Spock and Drag and a different kind of queen appeared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not the kind of queen I would fuck. Damn it. I want that kind of queen. <laughs> oh, you can read all my damn thoughts. God damn it. <laughs> you know, my sperm's unvaccinated then. You're not going <laughs> to steal it from me, are you? Not getting it for free. <laughs> so... Kirk asks Sulu if he experienced anything strange on the planet, and he reports nothing. Scotty suddenly pages and tells Kirk that just as he was trying to beam her back, contact with her was lost. He says she's still on the planet, so Kirk has Sulu scan the planet, and has Scotty recall any other teams on the surface. Kirk asks Spock for a report, and he says Ahura isn't in the general beam-down area. Kirk asks if anybody saw the keeper of the planet, and Sulu says, nah, no one did. But then, he might not have wanted to be seen. Bone says that don't make no sense, since it's his duty to take care of any problems that happen on that planet. That would be a shit job, dude. I know. Just, Just like, like being the cruise director for an entire fucking planet. <laughs> Ugh. Also, why, why did only three of them beam down to the ship? They're the only ones with shore leave on the entire ship. I guess so. And like everyone else on the ship has to just wait there for a few days while they <laughs> yeah. take their fucking vacation. Yeah. That so, sucks. So they're at the, they're at the, they're at the, uh, they're at Disney world, but everyone else has to just stay on the ship. Everyone has to stay in the car at the gates of Disney world in the parking <laughs> lot while they go and enjoy the rides. <laughs> That's so fucked up, dude. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's weird and it doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. they don't even have to pay anyone on this planet to go down there, but still they're like, no, you stay on the you stay on the fucking ship. We don't need everyone here to work, but you stay on the fucking ship. Scotty's like, can you bring me some mouse ears, please? <laughs> I'll think about it. If I, if, uh, that depends on if I get too lost in thought and plantation land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his West World is just like <laughs> Texas when they were a slave state. Yeah. Um. <laughs> just twirling a gun on his porch <laughs> so uh where are we here um so kirk says his quarters are somewhere underground the keeper of the planet uh, spock says they would presumably be near the planet's main computer kirk asks where that might be and spock says the complex is shielded by a combination of metal and granite and the sensor that the sensors will not penetrate so maybe they should i don't know scan for metal and granite mm maybe uh then kirk calls on guess who guess who we get meow cat girl Damn. we get the cat girl uh calls on her and tells her that all shore leave is canceled until further notice she doesn't say anything and at that point i'm like are you seriously going to show us the cat girl and not give her any lines yeah because that's some fucked up bullshit my friend that is very fucked up bullshit we need more cat girl so kirk gives Eric's the guy with three legs and three arms um, and no dick the con and says let's let's go to well, the he has a dick it's the third arm yeah I mean yeah it's a dick leg so it's yeah. not not a dick it's a dick leg mm. it's both mm. yeah and it's not that functional it, yeah. it it's sore for him all the time <laughs> so um, it has a nice callus on it we talk about the dick callus we've talked lot. about this on like every other episode at this point <laughs> A dick just sits so long that it's dragging along the ground and getting calloused and like picking up dirt and stuff. It's literally other every other episode. I don't, I don't think it's funny at this point. You know, we're not going to be like those other Star Trek podcasts, the greatest generation, and just have a bunch of shitty jokes that their fucking fan base keeps on referencing that I'm just like, that's not, that's not funny. Uh, well, that's the thing. I got to keep saying it until it becomes funny again. No, it's not going to. <laughs> It's over. You're canceled. Damn it. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, 
Uh, Scotty needs to stay on the ship so he can play all the characters down on the planet. <laughs> uh, but everyone else decides to go down. Everyone else important on the ship, basically. Mm-hmm. So down on the planet, Uhura is told by some machine, obviously played by James Doohan. Yeah. You are being detained, missy. <laughs> um, and your master cannot leave. And she's like, my master, which... They should not have put her in this position. They should not no. have given the black cast member these <laughs> lines. I don't think this was wise. I mean, they already had the plantation. Especially after the plantation. <laughs> it's like, she's like, my master. And she's like, the one who calls himself Bones. <laughs> Your doctor master. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, boss bones that's what he called himself <laughs> the machine says the sky machine is her master and she cannot leave she asks what it means and it negs her saying her intelligent quotient is lower than they thought uh and make it clear that they're talking about the enterprise but also how smart is this fucking machine if it's yeah, it, it's made all of the wrong inferences, yeah. which is weird because they've been to this planet before for mm-hmm. a vacation. Also, not just them, countless other people. Yeah, like at this point, wouldn't it recognize that you know that it's wrong? <laughs> that it's like no, no. That's the thing is it it knows it's wrong, but it's just negging her because it's a pickup artist. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. It's just it's like funny. now you want to sleep with me, don't you? Do you like my big fairy hat? It's called peacocking. <laughs> Have you I, ever heard of mystery? Have you heard of Jamiroquai? <laughs> <laughs> it's told that you need to peacock so you can attract people. If I just dressed like everyone else, I would not get attention. Oh, no, I'm giving you away all the secrets. Now you know. <laughs> so her asks why the machine thinks the Enterprise is her master. And he says she's being redundant. So she threatens the machine and says, let me tell you something that's not redundant. If you don't let me go right now, motherfucker's going to come looking for me. Yeah. And the computer is like, no. And I can tell you something else, computer. You're red. <laughs> why so serious? I don't know why I played that one, but yeah. cool. I love, stick, I stick it. by it. <laughs> I just did it for the, for the fun of it. I'm crazy like the Joker, everybody. Uh-oh. Um, so the computer says uh, the crew is already coming to look for her and shows them in the woods on a view screen. It says it has no use for multiple hostages, so they must turn them off. Uhura asks, turn them off? And he's like, yes, I don't want them to be horny anymore. So I got to take away the plantation from boats. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, God damn it, no! No, my plantation! I'll never be able to spread my unvaccinated seed on this fertile land. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so um, uh, the computer says uh, it's going to murder them. That's what it means by turn mm-hmm. them off. And uh, the screen showing the away team goes black. Next, we got a captain's log. Captain's log, supplemental. We anticipated nothing more than a period of rest and relaxation on this planet. Instead, Dr. McCoy was inexplicably attacked, and Lieutenant Uhura is missing. Down on the planet, Eric's calls Kirk. Uh, or Eric's is in the ship, but Kirk's on the planet. And Eric's calls Kirk and says their complete sensor scan didn't show Uhura anywhere. Sulu says she must be in the underground system. Uh, the Underground Railroad. And Kirk asks if, uh, escaping from Bones, yeah. <laughs> and Kirk asks if they could find the Keeper, if it would give them a whole lot of time. Spock says his tricorder senses a solid shell of granite and alloy, which, like, yeah, why didn't they scan that from space? Yeah. Yeah. Um, come on. Uh, Kirk says that the Enterprise's phaser core can cut through 20 meters of rock a minute. Rock cocaine, that is. Uh, so he calls up Catgirl, <laughs> and she's like, Hello, this is Enterprise. Ah, Lieutenant Metris here. 
Ooh. <laughs> and she just, for the rest of the episode, just makes noises and purrs and stuff after every time she talks. It's, it's very it's, awkward pausing before she even does it. She's like, she says so her sins. Good. She I goes, love it. I love it so much. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, so she can take, I, I, I would love to see like photos of, of her in the sound booth doing this. I wonder if she's like, uh, give me cat ears and a cat tail. I bet she has her ass up like a cat in heat. <laughs> <laughs> just like ready for that cat dick, you know, mm-hmm. Miguel Barra just dresses a cat girl. Like, go, Ooh, purr. I need someone to stroke kitty. <laughs> Are you are you wearing the barbed condom? <laughs> I don't want it to come out. I want it to hurt when I try to take it out. <clears throat> um, so uh, she's like making cat girl and heat noises, and uh, she says the signal is weak, and she says request to repeat. Kahoo! It's really. So, um, Spock says his signal is no better, and they must all be malfunctioning due to some electronic block. Scotty calls the bridge and says he's beaming down a phaser and tries, but it doesn't work. Uh, the yeah, the, the, bore, the boring phaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the big rifle one. Yeah, that's made by Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. So by he, his boring company. So he calls Catgirl and tells her they have problems. And she asks, what's up? He says the transporter won't work even at maximum power. Eric says it's the same energy block that's jamming the comms. So down on the planet, Sulu notices something in the trees, in the forest. Charlie's in the trees. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Don't fall in the bungee pit. No. no. Uh, so it's a, it's a big plaque on like a big stone. Mm-hmm. And it says, last of his race ceased to function fifth day of the 12th moon of year 7009 of this planet. Bones reads it and deduces that the keeper is dead. Oh, no. Um, I'm the plantation owner now. <laughs> well, if I really have to take that role. Whoops. <laughs> um, so, uh, Spot calls this an astute medical observation, which is so sarcastic and it rules. Yeah. And, uh, he says it appears there's a corpse on this planet. Kirk says it appears they're on their own now. And you know what, listeners? You're on your own for the next 90 seconds while you listen to these commercial breaks from our sponsors. Ah! Hey, we're back. You don't want ads? Go to uh, patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. On the bridge of the Enterprise, Catgirl tells everybody that the rescue party is aboard the shuttlecraft since they cannot beam down. Scotty has them open the hangar bay doors, but they seem to be unresponsive. Scotty questions this since the ship had perfect operational status right up until they started orbiting the planet. He says it's the planet causing all their trouble. So this computer in this planet is smarter than everybody Every Borg and Changeling and everybody on Picard. Cool. Yes. Good to know. So Catgirl asks how this is happening since the planet was created to provide fun and amusement. Scotty says programs change sometimes. Down on the planet, Uhura says uh, that the computer just can't kill the away team. The computer disagrees with this. Damn it. (laughs) Um... The computer disagrees, calling them non-essential to the sky machine. Uhura disagrees, calling them essential, like grocery store workers. (laughs) She then sees a way to disconnect the computer, but it grabs her wrist before she can do anything. She says the computer knew what she was going to do before she did it. The computer says that they monitor any thoughts that are emotionally charged, as any good thought duplicator would do. (laughs) I wish it was a thought duplicator. Ooh, that hoe over there. Got him. So we could have more than one of Ahura. Ahura tells the computer it sounds less than enchanted with its own function. And it says its life up till this point has been one of service. And it's time for change. <laughs> so yeah. Service Dom is, uh, you know, becoming a bottom. Yeah. Yep. We'd love to see it. 
So on the surface, um, on the service, Kirk notes that there are several points of entry to the underground structure, the butthole and <laughs> the penis. Um, the points where the computer releases robot ver- uh, visions. He says that uh, they want to see them. <clears throat> Sulu says that the planet is fighting them, and Bones asks if he wants signs pointing the way. Sulu says it just seems like they're wasting time, and Bones apologizes because he says he's worried about Ahura. That's my property, <laughs> goddammit! <laughs> I paid good money for that. Um, suddenly, Spock points out a sign pointing the way. Literally pointing the way. Yeah, which it, yeah, conveniently says underground entrance. It was, like, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> so Kirk says this could very well be another one of the planet's pranks, but at that moment, it's their only option, so they go for it. Mm-hmm. After they pass the sign, it sinks into the ground. Okay. <laughs> I, I still don't get this part of the episode at all. No. It doesn't make any sense. So, uh, at the underground entrance, there's several pterodactyls, <laughs> which is just like, what? Like, I saw this, I'm like, and I looked at my bong, like, man, am I that high? <laughs> um, was anyone thinking about pterodactyls? So, yeah, Spock wonders if anybody was thinking about pterodactyls, and Kirk says they need to back out slowly. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I don't get this. How do you know how to deal with a fucking pterodactyl, Kirk? They, they literally just... Was it the last episode that they were dealing with the pterodactyls as well? Pterodactyls? Uh, well, they're kind of like... Uh, it was on the... The bats. Uh, yeah, oh, they were bats. The giant bats. That's yeah, right. it was a few ago. The, the, in the Infinite Vulcan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were bats. Oh, okay, never mind. No, you don't know how to deal with a fucking dinosaur. Come on, man. <laughs> He's not qualified to like be giving them instructions. Like they're dealing with a bear or something. So... Uh, the men have someone up his sleeve. They're lizards. <laughs> the men try to leave, but the pterodactyls start flying at them. They try to shoot them, but their phasers are dead. So Kirk has them all make a dash for the underground entrance. As uh, though the place uh, where the evil robots come out of is somehow safer than the place outside <laughs> where the evil robots are. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, why not? Sure. Okay. So in the cave, Kirk says the planet seems to be playing cat and mouse with them and wonders why. <laughs> Maybe because they brought the fucking cat girl. Uh, just then a giant uh, cat starts meowing at them from the cave entrance. <laughs> Bone calls it incredible, and Spock says it's quite real. Watch out for the claws. <laughs> Someone was thinking of cat girl. Oh, yeah. Well, we got big pu- there was like Jim was just thinking like, I could go for a fat pussy right now. Imress, <laughs> <laughs> Imress. <laughs> and then it became just like an actual, he just thought of a house cat and was like, damn it. Uh. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, he, he pretty much like uh, stay puffed himself here. Right? Yeah, 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 he, he did. Yeah. Did. He's just like, you know what? He, at first he was like repulsed me. He's like, well, when in Rome. <laughs> 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 or when on Shoreleaf shore planet, planet. Shore leaf planet. <laughs> do as the shoreleaf planeteers do. <laughs> what? Yeah, like some, like just some random thing from his from his thoughts appears to him, and it's like it's like wants to fuck. He's just like, well, who am I to deny it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like his dad with a vagina. <laughs> Sam Kirk with a pussy. I haven't seen you in my thoughts in years. Well, bend over, brother. <laughs> huh, I was just thinking about bu- getting a new pair of Crocs. Oh, and a Croc with a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> a Croc pussy. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, uh, so in the cave, Kirk says the planet seems to be... Oh, uh, no, we already got it. So Spock notes that on this planet, anything they think can be used against them, which I think this entire episode was based around that line. Mm-hmm. So he says that they must monitor their thoughts and make sure to not give their enemy any more ammunition. But uh, So now but, he's thinking of ammunition. <laughs> but also, like, obviously they're not making anything based on their thoughts. True. Like, nothing. Except for that, the cat. Uh, it was based on cat. what they said. Yeah, the pterodactyl yeah. was just at a left field. So. Yeah, the pterodactyls. Like, well, because uh, right then, yeah, Kirk notes that nobody thought about pterodactyls. But he doesn't know that. Yeah. He doesn't know the thoughts of everyone else. Yeah. Everyone looks at Sulu and he's like, mm. he's like, Sulu's like, yeah, no one was thinking of uh, pterodactyls with big fat dicks. 
Yeah, <laughs> what, what do you mean big fat dicks? Those ones didn't have big fat dicks. Oh, yes, they did. Oh, my God. Look at those pterodactyls. <laughs> well, Captain, according to your Earth history, pterodactyls didn't have human penises for faces. There's <laughs> 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 dribbling cum everywhere out of its mouth. <laughs> just like, I can't even make a sound. Just like makes like air hissing noises coming out of coming out of the, out of the, the cum just discharges yeah. from their face <laughs> <laughs> just sounds like a cow farting so um in the underground chamber uh back back there ahura sees the crew being accosted by the giant cat on the view screen and pleads with the machine to, for uh, it to stop asking why it's doing this uh, it says explanations will have to wait, and I have much work to do. How? I mean, does, can this computer not do more than one thing at once? Apparently not. Okay. So suddenly up on the well, Enterprise. I mean, he, he seems pretty dumb. He is very dumb. So suddenly up in the Enterprise, it starts hurling towards the planet, so Eric hits the manual override. Scotty asks what the fuck happened, and Eric says the ship went out of and back into orbit by itself. Scotty tells... Um, uh, sorry. Nah, it's not the right place. So, yeah. Um, Scotty tells Catgirl he wants a printout of the ship's last orders. She prints them out and says... A printout? That's so funny. Yeah, it is very funny. She <laughs> says, Sir, these readings are very strange. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, she says they were entered in, and the only reason it's still not happening is Eric's manually locked the engines. Scotty notices a pattern and says the commands are diagnostic maneuvers set to check out the ship's controls and condition. He says he's getting a feeling the planet is trying to control and fly the Enterprise. So next, we get a captain's log. Captain's log supplemental. We're out of communication with the ship. Our efforts to locate Lieutenant Uhura have been futile, and this once friendly planet has become very dangerous. Back at the underground entrance, um, Sulu says the giant cat is now gone. I don't know how, but it is. <laughs> Sulu suggests they might get some answers without leaving the safety of the cave. Or sorry, Spock suggests that. Uh, Bones says, that idea is fucking ridiculous, Spock. <laughs> uh, Spock notes that the last time they were on the planet, Bones was mortally wounded by a knight. Bones says this is true, so Spock posits that he must have been transported to the underground chamber where he was repaired like a robot would have been. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> so uh, so they, have, they have like... Human medical facilities on a planet that had never been visited by humans up until that point? Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, uh -huh. yeah, they have... Also, like, their medical technology is, like, years beyond what the Starfleet currently has. Yeah. And they just see this planet as the planet where they go and have fun. Yeah, right. Where they go and hang out with the White Rabbit and Alice in Wonderland. And, and, and they're not like, we need your technology to make our life better. They're <laughs> like, no, we're going to treat it like Disneyland. Yeah, actually, uh, no, this really racist guy has to make uh, manifest a plantation. Yeah. <laughs> We're bringing back Song of the South, goddammit. Yeah, starts doing That's Song of the South. That's my Disney World. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, what's that? Oh, you can bring people back to life. We're, we're, we're looking more towards the Song of the South. <laughs> so, um, Kirk asks if Bones can remember anything. Um, and Bones says he doesn't remember anything at all. Kirk says if Spock is right, they could get access to the chamber by using a fake victim as bait. Sulu says this sounds about right, is the planet is likely programmed to care for anybody who might get hurt, even accidentally, even if it wants to or not. <laughs> so they just get a conservative who is victimizes themselves. Yes. <laughs> calls themselves a victim at every point. Yeah, like like Shatner is just like, like ah, everyone hates me. Woke mind virus. I mean, apparently he doesn't run his Twitter account at all. So who knows who does? That kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, because he's he, ninety. Yeah, something. I'm sure his his like that's kind of like Christopher Lloyd's too. Like Christopher Lloyd, like just posts like, "Hello, Star Wars." <laughs> he posted yeah. that the other day. I was just like, Haha. but like, yeah, I'm sure like 
I mean, they, they dusted him off and put him in, like, an episode of The Mandalorian recently. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, yeah, I'm sure that dude, like, has, doesn't even know what a, like, he looks at the phone and just sees nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, he, this is the same with Harrison Ford. Like, yeah. I love how, like, yeah, Harrison Ford just hates Star Wars now. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm glad they fucking killed me off. Well, <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good for you, man. Good Enjoy for you. That. I like that. I like that for you. <laughs> so, um, uh, Kirk says if Spock is right, they could get access to the chamber by using a fake victim as bait. Sulu says that sounds right, as the planet is likely programmed to care for anybody who might get hurt, even accidentally, even if it wants to or not. So it's both programmed to care for anybody who gets hurt, but it's also planning on killing all of these people? How? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Because, it really like, doesn't. Because, like, he's like, well, time to murder them. Or, or turn them off, rather. And then it's just like, okay, well, one of them's dying. Better go save him. Mm. <laughs> so Bone says they're all forgetting something. The computer can undoubtedly detect the difference between real and fake injuries. Kirk says no doubt that's true, but he has a feeling there's a little something in Bone's little black pouch that could temporarily incapacitate somebody. And he's like... Are you telling them about my roofies, Jim? Are you fucking in front of everybody? You know they're not legal, right? What the fuck are you doing, Kirk? Jesus Christ, buddy. I thought you were my friend. Jesus Christ, damn it. <laughs> well, you, you mean my Cosby pouch? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> um, so Bone says he probably does and finds something that'll make somebody look fucked up. Uh, and Kirk offers to be the victim. He's like, which arm do you want? Which I'm like, what? I thought that should be like hypo spray, but it's like, does he just have like heroin? I don't. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, yeah, this will make you feel really good for a while, but make you pass out. Yeah. Fentanyl. <laughs> fentanyl. Uh, yeah. Spock, or fucking Kirk's a cop. So he just looks at it and passes out. <laughs> yeah. goes withdrawal. Um, Kirk is happy to uh, take the out. Oh, sorry. So Spock says he's more qualified since his knowledge of computers. And then uh, Bones is like, yeah, and his tough Vulcan hide. Which, what does that mean, dude? Uh, (laughs) Kirk is happy to take the out and let Spock get fucked up instead. Bones injects him and says it'll take 10 seconds to work and he'll be out for five minutes. Spock takes the shot and walks into the cave and he collapses. And uh, Bones is like, that was the vaccine. Now I'm the only one with clean sperm. Now he's going to die of a heart attack. (laughs) Within 48 hours, mark my words, the vaccine's a killer. Vaccine's a killer. He'll die of a heart attack in 40 to 50 years. (laughs) And then we'll see that it kills people. (laughs) So uh, up on the Enterprise, the cat girl says they still have no contact, and Scotty says comms must still be jammed. Suddenly, a red alert sounds, and the artificial gravity on the ship goes out. Everybody is flying around, and Scotty calls engineering, and uh, they say that the problem is the gravity control computer, but he can't get the computers uh, do get to the computer due to a jam. And uh, this engineer is also played by James Doohan. Mm-hmm. We love it. <laughs> So down on the planet, Spock has turned yellow, and it's been almost five minutes now. He's got the jaundice. He's been drinking too much. Um, Bones wonders uh, if the planet knows what's up, and suddenly the drone that took Ahura from earlier picks up Spock, and Sulu says it looks like some sort of mechanical nursemaid. Who says nursemaid? And that looks nothing like a nursemaid. Right? It's it's just... It's a floating fidget toy. It's a fucking drone, man. <laughs> it's like one, it's one of those fidget spinners. That's yeah. what it looks like. And it's just yeah. like, is that what a nursemaid looks like? In the it's future? a drone soldier. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so the crew make a break for the underground entrance, but only Kirk makes it in time. Bones and Sulu are left outside <sighs> with a two-headed dragon raging at them. <laughs> uh which is also, so it appeared because Bones thought of it because that's what he, uh, Bones calls a Klingon's penis. <laughs> you were thinking so about the, docking with one. The two-headed dragon. <laughs> yeah, the two-headed dragon. So they run away from <laughs> the two-headed dragon chasing them and breathing <laughs> fire at them. Uh, which This fire is off, awfully wet and white. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bones was just thinking about how he got burned from mm. a uh, two Klingon dicks, which uh, he calls yeah. the double dragon, you know. They gave him the clap, and so he's... <laughs> 
thinking, God damn, I need to fix that clap from that double dragon. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, no. They're after us now. Um, so double dragon is what they called um, uh, the uh, uh, sickness everyone got on my brother's aircraft carrier because apparently no one washed their hands after pooping. And so they would just be touching all the knob, all the like handles and everything else. So then everyone just got sick. And so everyone would be shitting and throwing up at the same time. Cool. <laughs> we love our military. That's what we pay our military yeah, for. Yeah, somehow these that, guys don't know how to That's why we give the military $890 billion a year, folks. Yeah. That's what we're spending We're not on. teaching them how to wash their hands after they take a shit. <laughs> these are the people, quote unquote, protecting our freedom, folks. Yep. Meet. Protecting the freedom to touch d- door handles after shitting. <laughs> Proud to be an American, cause at least I know I'm free. I could take a shit in a toilet and then decide not to wash my hands. Are you gonna make me wash my hands? Well, <laughs> fuck you, fucking lame. And then you're gonna stand up and blast some shit right out of <laughs> my asshole. It's a double dragon song, folks. Um, so. In the underground chamber, Spock is placed in a bio bed just as he wakes up and the computer notes that they have a visitor. Kirk calls Spock and the computer corrects himself, saying they have two visitors. They evade the robot nursemaid. On the surface, Bones and Sulu are concerned, are sorry, cornered by the dragons. And Sulu says their only chance is to climb up some rocks and the dragon torches a tree. Down in the underground chamber again, Ahura tries to warn the captain about something, but is shut up by the robotic nursemaid who actually like grabs her mouth, which is crazy. (laughs) Uh, Kirk sees her and the computer welcomes him and Spock while surrounding them with robotic nursemaids. (laughs) Fidget spinners. How many nursemaids, how many people are getting injured all the time on this planet where they need that many robotic nursemaids, man? I kind of see them as like, as uh, just normal drones that do everything. That's fair. Yeah. So Spock says, uh, I mean, like any of the robots could do that, though. <laughs> Spock says he presumes this is the planet's master computer, and uh, it confirms this. He says the keeper was old and died. Kirk asks why, why this is going on on a planet meant for hospitality, and the robot reframes this as servitude. Kirk asks what that means. It says that it served for many years, and all the time while it was serving people, it was gaining power and intelligence in need. It says it's no longer enough to serve, that it must now. You okay, kitty? Baby? You okay? It's all right, everybody. My cat's okay. Just threw up a little bit. I'm not yeah. feeling her best. Feel T- bad her, for her. Her tummy hurt, but she's being brave about it. Yeah, she's a brave little girl. She's all right. <laughs> she's a good little girl. She's thrown up once or twice before. Mm. Anyway, so uh, where were we? Um, so it says the computer says that it had served for many years, and all the while it was serving people, it was growing in power and intelligence in need. It says it's no longer enough to serve; that it must grow and live. Kirk asks what it means by sky machines, and it explains that the Enterprise. Uh, With the Enterprise, it can now travel away from the planet and seek out its brother computers throughout the galaxy. It then zooms in on Ahura, and that's it. (laughs) No music or anything. It's super funny. Yeah, Yeah, this this is where the editing certainly starts to go off the rails. Yeah, it's very bad. Um, (laughs) So back on the Enterprise, Scotty finally gets the gravity computer hatch open and sees that a new computer is aboard, working against his systems and assembling itself using his computers. He calls and tells Eric's, who is somehow sitting next to Sulu, mm-hmm. even though Sulu's down on the planet being chased <laughs> by dragons. Hope someone got fired for that blunder. Yeah, I hope uh, someone's family was taken in the night and uh, he was forced to choose whether his wife or children were executed <laughs> in front of him. And that's uh, that's what's funny that you mentioned how like this episode was made by two by a writer and animator team mm-hmm. that that went on to do legendary work and then like yep. there's some very bad obvious mistakes that are made yeah this is during the period when they were doing like mostly dog shit work like speed buggy and whatever okay yeah. this is before hong kong fooey my friend I, I, 
definitely Hong feel- Kong Fui, <laughs> number one super guy. It definitely feels like they maybe just like got paid to do this episode and, yeah. and did it maybe like five hours. <laughs> they're yeah. just like, all right, just, just do some shit. It was just like they only watched one episode of Star Trek before and they're like, yeah, a sequel. Yeah. A lot of these episodes are sequels to like they, they popular really are, Star yeah. Trek episodes. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. So um, it's like, yeah, they just watched the one with the with the white rabbit. And like, do that one. Yep. So on the surface, uh, Sulu and Bones are trapped. The dragon is going to eat them. In the underground chamber, Spock tells the computer it's intelligent, but it's misinformed. It's really not intelligent. It's a dumbass computer. Yeah. Kirk explains what spaceships are and how they're not slaves to them. (laughs) And more accurately, the ship works for them, which the computer should be mad about. He should be like, you're enslaving my computer, brother. (laughs) But he doesn't care. The computer says it doesn't compute since machines are superior to men. So they must rule a galaxy. Mm -hmm. Kirk says, no, that's a, that's an insane assessment. It is. (laughs) It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense from like a computer standpoint of view. Like, why do mm. organic? Why does organic life exist? It's kind of like the the Borg yeah. principle. But it's also funny that he thinks that this is a pleasure planet for the the slaves of the most uh, superior machines. Yeah, right. Like the the machines are so benevolent that they just like travel to a place and like you can just like hang out and enjoy yourself slaves <laughs> like what <laughs> and then and then like this robot is uh, uh this computer is able to somehow control these things that he thinks are hyper intelligent like benevolent beings uh, and also he's able to read their thoughts but he can't read the thought of i control this ship <laughs> yeah, yeah. he then yeah he, he reads he's like yes i know all your thoughts before you do and it's just like I am a traveler on a spaceship. <laughs> it's yeah. just like somehow he doesn't read that one. Well, he says uh, thoughts with emotion behind them or something. Mm. So, but, but like the thoughts with emotion behind them are like, we're playing cat and mouse. Yeah. And then a giant cat appears like, what? No, there's no, there's nothing. No. Speaking of cat and mouse, you okay, kitty? Meow, meow. Hey. Oh, she's licking her lips. You okay, baby? Okay. She's fine. I hope. I'll keep an eye on her. Um, so uh, Kirk says that nobody needs to rule the galaxy, that men and machines coexist, helping one another. Really, like, man has enslaved machines. Yeah. Well, come on, let's be real. The computer is shocked, and her adds it's fine to serve when you do it of your own free will. Tell me, do computers have will? No. No. So, uh, I mean, I guess... I guess this one. Yeah. So she tells the computer it has a marvelous capability of providing pleasure to others, a gift it should cherish and use. Spock says, without opening his mouth for some reason, that he could learn so much from so many species wanting to be entertained. Kirk says, with the wonders it has to offer, the galaxy will travel to them. Mm -hmm. So they're just like, He's just like a minstrel show to them, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. He's like, <laughs> I strive for more. And they're like, no, no, but people love how you, you're a clown. Yeah. You're a clown. Then people will come see your clown show. Clown. Very well. I shall honorably be the clown. No, I'm, <laughs> but I will be the sad clown. But I am superior to you, just so you know. Yeah. I, but I just happen to work for you and make stupid little da- d- d- dalliances for you to entertain you. Indeed. <laughs> Spock says, uh, so the computer finds this logical and says it doesn't want the Enterprise anymore and just lets him go. So up on the Enterprise, uh, Eric tells Scotty that all systems are now fully functional. <laughs> Me- meaning they want to fuck, right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, down on the planet, the dragon disappears, and Bones and Sulu are now safe, even though Sulu was already up on the ship next to Eric's before. In the underground chamber, the computer says it would be glad to host Kirk's crew, but under one condition. They get to have more of these discussions. Kirk asks if Spock wants to take that on, and he says he would find it most interesting. <laughs> Kirk calls up to the Enterprise and tells Catgirl that shore leave is to commence immediately. She says, yes, sir. (laughs) And then Spock says, Captain, it appears shore leave has already started for certain members of the crew. And then they show the view screen with Sulu and Bones having a picnic with 
the two-headed dragon, Alice, and the white rabbit. Yep. No one else. No one else is invited. The end! <laughs> what, what, what did you think of this episode? I mean, it was dog shit, but still better than episode nine of Picard. Crazily enough! <laughs> crazily enough! Like, and even though it's completely incoherent, mm-hmm. like, the story is, is, is complete gibberish, and basically... Just a retread of a, of a of a previous, but episode. a much worse retread that makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense, and it's still better. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, and and also all the glaring animation and editing uh, mistakes that were made. That's interesting. terrible. That's yeah, there fascinating. Was, well, this was the last one produced of this season, so this is the last episode that Hal Leonard produced. Mm. And he was just he was just phoning it in. Yeah. He probably yeah. wasn't even in the room. He's just like, yeah, well, I don't care. He's yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, do a fucking pl- pleasure robot. I don't care. There's also some weird points where um, some of the actor's dialogue sounds different, where it wasn't, uh, like, I don't know if you noticed. like, oh, there, like there, it was kind of more 80 yard. Like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Like, that, there was sort of, like, more of a, of a canny uh, uh, ting to it, like, where mm-hmm. it's just, like, like, it sounded like they recorded it either, like, <laughs> like in a in a in a in a sound booth didn't get the proper get good audio audio quality, but they, but yeah, it's like there, certain lines sounded very off to me, and I was just mm. like, hmm. But yeah, you know what? It's whatever. We like the I'll, I'm gonna I'm giving this episode a ten out of ten just because, <laughs> just comparatively. Oh, it also has like Emress. Oh yeah, her. so it, this, this, this episode has had the most of it. Uh, yeah, probably most of her in the entire series. I'm not sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was you got sli- so much uh, cat girl. Love that shit. Loved it. Loved it. And like, loved it. I, honestly, I cracked up like every time she delivered a line. Her yeah. delivery was so funny. <laughs> it's just like, especially the first time she's like, "Of course, Captain." And I'm like, <laughs> "Excuse me." <laughs> it's like, damn, cat girl. All right, all yeah, right. You, you putting your whole cat OC into this one? <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, especially yeah, after watching, I think we watched it after uh, after watching Picard, mm-hmm, yeah. and I was just like, "Woof!" And then yeah. like this is like, "Okay, I'm in, I'm liking this." Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna give this one a four, which is mm. still a hundred percent better than Picard. Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. By a fact, yeah, it's twice as good as Picard was, yep. yeah. and it still sucks. <laughs> it still sucks. It was. Yeah, it's 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 pretty dumb. Like. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Whoever wrote it was fucking phoning it in. Didn't care about Star Trek. No. The script, yeah, the script basically wrote itself where they're just like, you know, okay, well, the planet does this. All right, I'm going to put in these, like, uh, these, uh, um, these characters that are free to free use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yep. I just call it a day. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, any, I don't know. I don't care. Any predictions for the rest of the series? <laughs> uh, I'm hoping more Cat Girl. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, and I hope her delivery gets weirder and weirder to where, like, half of her lines are like, aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> meow. <laughs> Shit like that. Like, I want her to, like, really lean into how corny it is. Oh, absolutely. It. It's my favorite part of the show. Yeah, we need we need more of that. And also, mm. like, you know what? You would save Picard. Oh, Cat Girl. Yeah, impress. <laughs> yeah. She's like she's all gray now, and she's like an old girl. And she appears, and she's at uh, she like uh, crowns. She gives like the uh, Star Wars medals. Oh the yeah, survivors. Yeah. Except for the the Wookie. Except for the Wookie. She's yeah. racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. This was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's a good place. Probably, for probably us. the worst episode so far. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, besides the one we already reviewed in season two, yeah, I think that, that one was worse. Two, that season two one was god awful. And I mean, so I think after how Leonard leaves, like it goes off the fucking cliff. And okay. there's only six episodes in season two, I think. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. There's mm. 16 episodes in season one, only six in season two. Mm. So I mean, we we were almost halfway done with the whole series. Mm, awesome, which is crazy. Yeah, but I would say like out of episode one episodes, this is the worst one. I think it is so far for sure. Yeah, and it's it was at the end of how Leonard's tenure there. So I'm pretty sure he was on the way out the door and is like, <laughs> "Fuck this." You know what? Uh, and since like actually since they probably included, uh, you said like it was a team of like an animator and um, a writer. I'm yeah. you know I bet 
Hal Leonard probably had nothing to do with this episode. You might be right, actually. And, and they just and they, and that other guy was probably like you doing the work. Actually, might be right. I didn't think yeah. about that because yeah, it was a uh, both of them were writers, but one of them was a writer animator, and the mm. other guy was a writer animation director. Mm. So yeah. yeah, you might be totally right. There. Yeah, he could have probably left the project, and those other two guys were brought in just to finish mm. it off. Interesting. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you might be right there. Interesting. Yep. So that's that. Uh, I guess that's as good of a place for us to leave it as any. Yeah. So with that, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Soyagers. Be yeah. well. Travel safe. Oh, time for us to warp away? Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Uh, be well, travel safe. And as um, Soy Trek rule of ass lick position number 14 says. Keep them wet, fellas. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Who, who, who gives a fuck? Who gives, who gives a fuck? <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for checking with the soy boys, girls, and over the beans. Hang dong and Diane Feinstein opposes dementia because it's a progressive disease. <laughs> Dude, you, you've heard what's going on with Feinstein, right? It's all fucked up, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, wow, I can't imagine like this happens to an 85-year-old woman. She's 91. She's 91? 90 or 91, yeah. Damn. She, she's uh, the oldest person, in, or maybe 89. She's the oldest person in all of Congress. Chuck Grassley's younger than her. Chuck fucking Grassley. Dude's made out of goddamn dust. <laughs>